Chicago and the uh, ballet for a girl in Buchanan. Now, I've been talking about... I don't like to do this. I'd like to have told you all afternoon what was going to happen. But now that it's going to happen, why don't you just say hello? Surprise, surprise. It's <laughs> Dr. Winston O'Boogie at your service. <laughs> I am Dennis's surprise, actually. And he didn't come out of a cake or anything like that. John Lennon is with us, and we'll spend some time this afternoon to talk about the new album and a whole bunch of things, and maybe even do some uh, disc jockeying. Yeah, yeah, it's my second favorite occupation. We'll get into some good music. The phone's ringing. Let's take a call here. Hi, this is KHJ. This is uh, Mel Torment here. Who's that? Awesome. Hello, Barbara. No, this is Donna. Oh, Donna. Yeah. I had a girl. Donna was her name. Yes, what is it? What do you want? How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? Okay. Okay, is that all? Yeah, well, I'm going to school. <laughs> oh, it's not bad, is it? You know, you can cheat under the desk. What's cooking? Oh, nothing much. Nothing much. It sounds terrible. Wash your hair. You always feel better. What's your request? 
track on the LP is the Come Together song, which is yeah. your vocal, and uh, is it in fact your, you wrote the song as well? Yes, yes. Now, the Come Together side is, is a fairly different song as far as the group's concerned. Uh, the Come Together track? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how that happened, you know, I mean, I think it's pretty funky, you know, I'm biased because it's my song, I dig it, you know, and uh, it just, I, it just happened well, you know, it's a nice funky sound on it. Uh, what, what was the, the effect right at the beginning that we're going to hear in a minute, right at the beginning, a sort of uh, whistling tone? Oh, it's me going on tape echo. <laughs> oh, right, it's sort of compressed then, isn't it? No, it's not compressed, it's just I'm sort of going through my hands like that. Great, okay, well, we'll, we'll hear it right now. Come together.
amore di felice invites everyone to come and see the all-talking, all-singing, all-dancing, all-action-packed extravaganza. We're wiped out. All this in World War II. Well, I've been looking forward to this picture for a long time, and tonight is the night. Cognac for the field marshal. You British pig. And the stars of all this are the musical compositions of Lennon and McCartney, performed in stereophonic sound by the most popular recording artists of today. Japan is such a small nation, and this country is so powerful that war would seem rather one-sided. Don't you agree? Yeah, sure. Dirty, yellow... But that can't be true. I know. It's Orson Welles. You think that's going to put the fear of God into the United States of America? You're wrong. Dead wrong. That's for Roger. Yeah, I've been waiting for a long, long time to see this picture, but I've watched him make a lot of scenes, and I know it's going to be wonderful. That's for the corporal. All this and World War II. This one's just for me.
KHJ, this is John, John, hello, who's that? Whoa. Hello, who's that? Uh, Lance in Canoga Park. Hello, Lance, Lance, you boil, very nice. Wow, you guys are all right, you know? <laughs> oh, thanks, all, all three of me, right? Could you, could you play a song? I'd love to play a song. Have you got a special request, or should we just play? It's Only Love from Over Soul. It's Only Love from Over Soul, the only song I ever did I didn't like. All right, oh. we might play it, I'll have to suffer. Okay. All right, bye-bye. I'm
Paul McCartney with us on the show as well. I don't know. Rocky Raccoon. Um, I was sitting on the roof in India, uh, just sort of with guitar. John and I were sitting around just playing guitar, and we were with Donovan. And uh, we were just sitting around enjoying ourselves. And I started playing those called the chords of Rocky Raccoon, you know, just messing around. And it was, originally it was Rocky Sassoon. Rocky Sassoon. Uh, and then we just started, we started making up the words, you know, the three of us, and started just writing down. They came very quickly. And eventually I changed it from Sassoon to Raccoon, because it sounded more like a cowie. So there it is. It's just, you know, these kind of things, you can't really talk about how they come, because they just come into your head, you know. They really do. And it's like John writing his books, you know. There's, there's no... I don't know how he does it, and he doesn't know how he does it, but he just writes, and he just writes. It's like any writer, you know. There's, I think people who actually do create and write, you, you tend to read in and think, oh, well, now, how did he do that? How did... But it actually does flow, just flows from the, into their head, into their hand, and they write it down, you know. And that's what happened with this. I don't know anything about the Appalachian Mountains or cowboys and Indians or anything, but I just made it up, you know. And the doctor came in stinking of gin and proceeded to lie on the table. So there you are. Uh, I suppose the idea to do the thing with some sort of a, an American Western accent also happened this way, did it just... Oh, well, that, yeah, that was, just, that was just a joke, you know. That was most of the, most of the joke. Somewhere in the black mountain hills of Dakota There lived a boy, Rocky Raccoon One day, this woman ran off with another guy Hit young Rocky in the eye Rocky didn't like that, said he'd get that boy So one day he walked into town Booked himself a room in the local saloon Rocky Raccoon Checked into his only to find Gideon's Bible Rocky had come Equipped with a gun To shoot off the legs of his rival His rival it seems Had broken his dreams By stealing the girl of his fancy her name was McGill And she called herself Lil Everyone knew her as Nancy Now seeing a man Who called himself Dan We're in the next room At the hoedown Now Rocky was still and grinning a grin He said, Danny boy This is a showdown But Daniel was hot And I drew first and shot Rocky could left down the corner Whoa. Come on Rocky, cool Come on Rocky, cool 
imagine And proceeded to lie on the table We said Rocky, you met your match Rocky said, Doc, it's only a scratch And I'll be better, I'll be better As soon as I'm able Now Rocky, Rocky Fell back in his room Only to find Gertrude's Bible What could you take down? But he left her no doubt To help with good I said I was listening to classical music and not really following it. I saw Sid Vicious die and all that on video in New York because they're all coming over here to make it in the Big Apple, as they called it. So what, whoever came through, I could see him on this cable TV thing they have here. So I saw Blondie when she was unknown on the cable TV. I saw Vicious when he was living in the hotel being filmed and doing all that stuff whenever that was, mid-70s. How much of the Pistols music have you heard? Only whatever they did a video of it, you know. There was a lot of videos of them down at Max's or wherever the hell they were hanging out and playing and Johnny Rotten and all that stuff. And yeah, great. To me, initially on Impact, seeing all that, I thought, oh, that's how we used to behave at the cabin before Brian told us to stop throwing up and sleeping on stage and swearing. I mean, like in Hamburg, I used to sleep on stage. We used to eat on stage. We used to swear on stage. We were absolutely au natural. But nowadays, they don't have to put a shine all on it to get a record contract, even though they are having a hard time with it. But still, yeah, I think it's great. I absolutely do. And when I was in Bermuda, a guy that works with me, Fred Seaman, had turned me on to the B-52s, Lenny Loverich, or whatever her name is. Lenny Loverich, yes. Yeah, Madness, about two years ago, but then yeah. I wouldn't listen. I'd asked him to go out and make me some reggae records and put it on a cassette, and on the other side he put all that stuff, B-52s and all that, about two or three years ago, whenever they came out. And I wiped it out, didn't even bother listening to it. I wasn't interested in anything other than what I was doing. But in Bermuda, I said, Fred, what was all that stuff you gave me? Go and get me it again. And he brought me Madness, B-52s, Pretenders. And I said, oh, this is great. He said, well, I played it. I gave it you two years ago. Why didn't you listen? I said, I didn't want to listen then. And now I want to hear what's going on. <laughs> so I dig it. Hey, you, adult moviegoer. Better wise up. You need help. Mother, are you depressed because your fabric softener has been hardening on you lately? Dad, are you despondent because your stock slipped 14 points in one day? If so, stop worrying. Help is on the way. Help, Help is the new Beatles movie. We're telling you about it now because it took you so long to get down to see A Hard Day's Night, the Beatles' first movie. Once you were there, you laughed just as hard as any of the critics, including your own sons and daughters. So here's our helpful hint for troubled grown-ups. See Help. It's in color. 
It's a United Artists release. It's got spine-tickling adventures, side-tingling laughter, and a Beatles eye view of this much too serious world. So be the first adult in your group to seek help from the Beatles. Then, recommend to the kids. You said that there would be something to listen to carefully in the middle of oh, this well, song. When you presented the album to me, the guts of it, you know, and a lot of them lost lost the, the the fast version of Revolution was destroyed. You know, I mean, it was a heavy record, and then they made it into a piece of ice cream. <laughs> but never mind, it's all the past, isn't it? Well chosen words, Dennis Elsis with John Lennon, our guest this afternoon. And uh, from the Beatles' second album, you said that there would be something to listen to carefully in the middle of oh, this well, song. When you presented the album to me, I noticed I Call Your Name, which A, was a song I wrote when I was about 16, except for the middle eight, which we did Scar. Uh, now it's called Reggae. It was Blue Beat. It was a bit like rock and roll uh, reggae. It went through different periods. It was Blue Beat, then it was Scar, and then it became Reggae. And this is our first attempt at sort of Jamaican and it's in the middle eight.
she's so heavy. Um, Correct. Right. It's. I suppose it is the heaviest track on the LP. If we're going to get into that. Uh, yeah. Bagism, is it? Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty heavy. The ending, you know. Uh, could we use the Moog synthesizer on it? Oh, that's that's what all that uh, yes, electronic yeah, bit is. The range of the the sound is from you know minus whatever to way over where you can't hear it. You know that that machine, the Moog synthesizer can yeah. can do all sound. You know all ranges of sound. So we did that on the end. So if you're a dog, you could hear a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> so only dogs listening will get this together. <laughs>
Anyway, Helter Skelter, yeah. Um, that came about just because I'd read a review of a record which it, where it said, and this group, it was about some group, I can't remember, saying, and this group really goes wild and they, and they just... This like echo on everything. They're screaming their heads off, and I just I just remember thinking, oh, it'd be great to do one. Like, the pity they've done it, you know. Must be great, really screaming record. And, and then I heard their record, and it was quite straight, and it was very sort of very sophisticated. It wasn't uh, rough and, and screaming and tape echo at all. So I thought, oh well, we'll do one like that then. And uh, I had this song called Helter Skelter, which is just a ridiculous song. So we did it like that because I like noise. That's the way we'll hear it. Helter Skelter.
Which was 
quite similar. We did it as an album track and evaded or avoided making it into the next single. And in fact, he gave it to some people who nobody had ever heard of, which was There's a Place. Remember There's a Place? Yeah, we gave that away. Da, da, da. Oh, yeah, yeah, but somebody else did it as a single. We just put it on the album, oh. but it was like the one before with the mouth organ and all the bit. Yeah. before his death, John Lennon said he was really hurt by you, that you'd never mentioned in your autobiography any of the influence that he had on you. He was annoyed because I didn't say that he had written one line of, of this song, Taxman. Mm -hmm. Did you tell him that? Well, I, I didn't because he was already dead after that. But the point to that was that I also didn't say how I wrote two lines to come together or three lines to Eleanor Rigby you know I wasn't getting into any of that I think on in the balance I would have had more things to be niggled with him about than he would have with me but he said that you idolized him as a young boy <laughs> that you thought well, that's what he thought and you didn't well I liked him very much he was he was a groove he was a good lad but at the same time he misread me he didn't realize who I was. And this was one of the main faults of, of John and Paul. They were so busy being John and Paul, they failed to realize who else was around at the time.
had unresolved leading tones, a false modal frame ending up as a plain diatonic. What would you say to that? Uh, well, we're going to say a doctor about that. Oh, goodness. That was kind of an upsetting song, so we're going to go to the doctor now and get some Valiums for Dad, okay? When my friend I said you'd call Dr. Robert Day or night we'll be there any time at all Dr. Robert
Revolver, that of course we have the track Tomorrow Never Knows, which was uh, a great innovation. That's me and my uh, Tibetan Book of the Dead period. And the expression Tomorrow Never Knows was another of Ringo's. So I gave it a throwaway title because I was a bit self-conscious about the, the lyrics of Tomorrow Never Knows. So I took one of Ringo's malapropisms, which was like Hard Day's Night, and sort of to take the edge off the heavy philosophical lyrics. Now, Ringo, I hear you were manhandled at the Embassy Ball, is this right? Not really. Someone just cut a bit of my hair. Let's know. have a look. We seem to go plenty left. see the difference? It's <laughs> long on this side. What happened exactly? I don't know. I was just talking, having an interview, just like I am now. <laughs> I was talking away and then... <laughs> there it goes! And I looked round, there's about 400 people just smiling, you see. We had that in the other program. <laughs> you know, so you can't blame, you know, what can you say? What can you say? Oh, yeah. Tomorrow okay. never knows. 
you've covered the areas where the songs just seem to come to you and just happen this way, you get ideas. Obviously, this particular track happened the same way. The, the twangy guitar type thing is used again on this one. Um, there's a slight influence, I want to say influence, there's a lot of sort of, I suppose, music that you could call rock and roll in this LP, isn't there? Yes, well, we are. You know, we've always been a rock and roll group, I suppose. You know, it's just that it's just that we're not just completely rock and roll. That's what I was trying to say before about Obladi, USSR, birthday. You know, all the different kinds of things. We're not just completely one kind of group. Because like when we played in Hamburg, we didn't just do rock all evening. Because we had to, we had these, you know, sort of uh, fat old businessmen coming in and saying, uh, or thin old businessmen as well, but coming in and saying. Uh, you know, play a mambo. You know, can you do a, can you do a, a rumba? And we couldn't just keep saying no. You know, so we had to get into mambos and rumbas a bit. So that um, this kind of thing is like so it's a pretty sort of smoochy uh, ballad. I will. So we have to do that kind of stuff. You know. Um, so so we've always played a lot of kinds of things. You know. So um, I don't know if he's getting off the subject, but that's that's why like there's there's a great variety in this LP because in our things in everything we do, you know, we we just haven't got one bag. The Beatles, you know, I mean, because on one hand you'll get something like uh, I will, and then you'll get we do, why don't we do it in the road, you know, just completely different things, completely different feelings, and but it's it's me singing both of them. It's the same fella, uh, and I wrote both of them. You know, so that you can't explain it. You know, I don't know why I do. Why don't we do it in the road, shouting it like that, with do with the piano and just a, a rock and roll thing, and then do this sort of smoochy Latin American um, girl from Ipanema. If you want me to, I will. Who knows how long I've loved you? You know I love you still. Will I wait a lonely lifetime? If you want me to, I will For if I ever saw you I didn't catch your name But it never really mattered I will always feel the same Love you forever and forever Love you with all my heart Love you whenever Love you when we're apart And when at last I find you Your song will fill the air Sing it loud so I can hear you Make it easy to be near you For the things you do endear you to me And you know I will If you want me to. John, could you please tell us uh, what the situation is with you and um, when you're entering the United States? Uh, a lot of people don't want me in, you know. They think I'm going to cause a violent revolution, which I'm not. And the, the others don't want me in because they don't want me to cause peace either, you Because know? peace is big. Uh, war is big business, you know, and they like war because it keeps them fast and happy. And I'm anti-war, so they're trying to keep me out, but I'll get in, you know, because they'll have to own up in public that they're against peace, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, what can we, as, as the youth of, of uh, Toronto, like, what can we do to try and help you? 
help me by helping yourselves, you know, and uh, the militant revolutionaries, ask them to show you one revolution that turned out to be what it promised militantly. That's uh, take Russia, France, anywhere they're at it. What they do is they smash the place down, then they build it up again, and the people that build it up hang on to it, and then they become the establishment. Now you guys are going to be the establishment in a few years. It's not worth knocking it down because it's convenient to have the rooms and the machinery. The thing is to protest, but protest non-violently. Because violence begets violence, you know, and if you run around wild, you get smacked, and that's it, you know, that's the laws of the universe. And they've got all the weapons, they've got all the money, and they know how to fight violence because they've been doing it for thousands of years, suppressing us. And the only thing they don't know about is non-violence and humor. And there's many ways of promoting peace. Do everything for peace. Kiss for peace, or smile for peace, or go to school for peace, or don't go to school for peace. Whatever you do, just do it for peace. It's up to the people. You can't blame it on the government and say, they're doing this, they're, oh, they're going to put us into war. We put them there, and we allow it. You know, and we can change it. If we really want to change it, we can change it. Uh, what about the uh, Paul Ringo George, George, uh, we're all four individuals, and George is saying to me, George is doing it in his own way, with the way he goes about his life. It's no good uh, shouting on the street corner, I want peace, and then beating up your mates, you know. You've got to try and work your own head out, you know, and get non-violent. It's pretty hard, because we're all violent inside, we're all Hitler inside, we're all Christ inside. And it's just to try and work on the good bit of you. Um, once I just got this feeling, you know, out of your... Um WLP after I was listening to it for a long time, I started getting this feeling that there's a, a, a message in it, you know? Yeah, well, messages are there on all levels, on all, in all music. On whatever level you get it on, I've had it too when I wrote it or sang it. But some of that stuff, I, I write it, record it, and play it, and I don't hear it till a few months later, and I'm lying down with a say, I think, I'll listen to the Beatles album and try and hear it in retrospect and not uh, objectively. And it's about everything, so it's about UK, it's about USSR, and it's about nothing, it's about USA. But anything you hear is there, you know, it's all there. And the same as in a flower, everything's there. You know, it just is, and if you look long enough, all answers are in it, you know, and the same with the music.
nothing you can know that isn't known Nothing you can see that isn't shown No way you can be that isn't where you're meant to be It's easy All you need is love All you need is love All you need is love, love Love is all you need Nothing you can do that can't be done Nothing you can sing that can't be sung Nothing you can say but you can learn how to play the game It's easy All you need is love All you need is love All you need is love Love, love is all you need all you need is love All you need is love All you need is love 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 is all you need Sing your eyes Read it in books Who wants love Without the Seen in your eyes, read it in books. Who wants love out the looks? Get in, get in, get in. She, yeah, yeah, yeah. She loves you.
I just need an introduction to the 6 o'clock news, which is 30 seconds ah, away. In 30 seconds, you will hear the doomsday voice of the 6 o'clock news telling you what happened 24 hours ago, because they never know exactly what's going on at this minute. Jonathan, no uh, Jonathan Schwartz will be here, Jonathan and I'll be back Schwartz. tomorrow from 12 to 4, and I hope you'll come back soon. I'll be back someday. Who knows when? Only the shadow knows. This is Dennis Elsis thanking John Lennon at WNAW-FM in New York. John Lennon on KHJ, and I'm just saying goodbye now. I had a great time. I hope you did. I'd like to thank the people here at KHJ. That's, it's really some game doing this. I'm just saying goodbye now. I had a great time. I hope you did. Goodbye now.